The Holy Gospel according to John, the 20th chapter. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If, you're, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So as we heard from Tricia in her children's message, today is the day of Pentecost. Today is the day that we celebrate the wind, the very breath of God who blew the Holy Spirit into all of those who were gathered on that day. It was on this day that the church came to life, and so we gather 2,000 years later and celebrate the festival of Pentecost, remembering the very powerful presence of Jesus in our midst. One of my favorite authors, Henry Nowen, writes this about Pentecost. It's also on the back of your bulletin, but listen to what he writes. Without Pentecost, the Christ event, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, remains imprisoned in history as something to remember, think about, and reflect on. The Spirit of Jesus comes to dwell within us so that we can become living Christs here and now. I just love that. It's beautiful. So with that quote in mind, I want you to close your eyes and listen again as to how the events of that first Pentecost day unfolded. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. I wonder what it would have been like to have witnessed that very first Pentecost day, the day that the Spirit arrived like a rushing wind and flame. I am sure that all of those who were gathered, it must have been a little unsettling unexpected. I imagine that after that violent wind had passed by, all those who were gathered must have ran and rushed quickly to see what had happened. Where did the wind come from? What was going on? What was happening? Where was the wind going from there? I would bet that many of them would do just that, 
Much like we do after a really good storm, we go out and we assess everything and we visit with our neighbors and talk about this incredible storm that just occurred. Again, asking those questions, what happened? Where did it come from? Where was it going? They might have asked as well. So it comes to no surprise to any of us, right, that wind is extremely powerful. It is extremely powerful. To many, it's mysterious, and to each and every one of us, the wind is invisible. Think about it. None of us have actually seen the wind, right? What we see are the effects of the wind. Sailing on one of our 10,000 lakes is a lot more fun when the sail is full as is flying a kite, right? A little breeze when mosquitoes around are totally welcomed because for some reason that will scatter the mosquitoes. And of course, there is this welcomed breeze on a hot summer night that is just enough to take the edge off. Effects of the wind. Now, that very same wind that we talk about shows up in the dead of winter and what? It cools us to the very core of our body. It comes, it just chills our bones. And of course, driving conditions at that time when the wind is whipping around can be downright dangerous. And if you travel in a blizzard, especially going west of Alexandria, it gets pretty dicey, right? So wind, some wind though, is welcomed when you're out fishing, especially for walleye, but too much wind when you're out on the water sends you to the edge of the boat and you start to do what I call is chummy. Some wind is welcomed, some wind, too much wind, not so much. Effects of the wind, and we all know Right? We all know that the wind can be incredibly destructive, destroying everything in its path. I was thinking about Gordon Lightfoot the other day, or the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald with Gordon Lightfoot's passing. And I was curious as to what the wind was like on that day in 1975. And the wind was so much that it was a 23-foot wave that overtook the Edmund Fitzgerald, bringing its entire 29-man crew to the bottom of Lake Superior. And then I was curious, what is the largest wave ever recorded on Lake Superior? And it was just a couple years ago, right off of Marquette on the Upper Peninsula. It was a 29-foot wave, effects of the wind. To put that in perspective, It's about 30 feet to the top of the brick wall. That's a big wave. Effects of the wind. And we know that what can happen when there's just a tiny little spark of a campfire at a campfire, and that little spark somehow gets carried off in the wind, and then suddenly it can turn into a raging inferno. We're experiencing that right now, right? There's all sorts of forest fires that are going on in the United States and Canada. I don't know if any of you could smell the smoke this morning when you walked outside. Again, the effects of the wind. And so I'm gonna ask you a second time, have you seen it? 
Have you seen the wind? The wind that is invisible. The wind that is mysterious. I have. And I believe you have too. Because the wind that came down on that day of Pentecost 2,000 years ago was that of the Holy Spirit. And that wind that came from above breathes life and the spirit of service and love in and through us each and every day. One of my other favorite authors, Frederick Beekner, puts it this way about the spirit. Thus, spirit equals breath equals life. Spirit equals breath equals life. The aliveness and power of your life. And to speak of your spirit or soul is to speak of the power of life that is in you. When your spirit is unusually strong, the life in you unusually alive, you can breathe it out into other lives. Become literally inspiring. Here's the thing. We are a spirit-filled people. And though the spirit may be mysterious, and though the spirit might be invisible, its effects are seen with great clarity day in and day out in and through each and every one of you. Especially when we breathe out into other lives through the very visible acts of love and patience and kindness, joy, gentleness, peace, and self-control. These are the fruits of the Spirit. These are the very signs of the Spirit blowing through, in, and from you every day out into the world in need. And it's also important to remember that you don't have to go at this alone because you are supported and encouraged by the Holy Spirit who is called along beside of you, right along beside you. Jesus, then, through the Holy Spirit, comes right alongside of us each and every day, filling us with the Holy Spirit, giving us courage and comfort and strength along life's journey. Now, I also want to point out something that's very important from the Gospel of John. When Jesus addressed the disciples in that reading, all of the you language, I want you to understand that he wasn't saying you as in one person, but rather he was saying you all. And there's a difference. You all, together, we proclaim the message of Jesus Christ. Together, you all are filled with the Holy Spirit so we can reach out, proclaim, and inspire day in and day out. 
And there are all sorts of ways that we can do this. And we create those opportunities here at St. Philip the Deacon as well. Just look at the partners in the gospel. And there you will see opportunities to breathe out all of those fruits of the Spirit into our community and beyond. Through our work with interfaith outreach and community partners, families moving forward, meals on wheels, the giving garden where we grow produce and donate all of the produce to interfaith outreach. If you're not familiar, the giving garden is just outside door A off of the west parking lot. And of course, we do that also through making a house a home for people through Habitat for Humanity. There are countless ways that we can breathe the Spirit out into the world. So this morning, on this, the day of Pentecost, I want you to remember this. Remember that Spirit equals breath equals life. So go and breathe your spirit-filled life into the lives of others. Because when you do, we become, as Henry Nouwen says, we become living Christs in the here and now. And you will literally become inspiring. And that, my dear friends, is the wind that needs to be felt and the effects of it be seen in our world today and always. Let it be so. Amen.